This message is called A Man Worth Waiting For. Sometimes when the Holy Spirit puts a prayer in your heart, it's meant to incubate for a very long time. I faithfully prayed this prayer for Greg, my unsaved husband, for almost five years, as I called it before, by bulldog anointing. When we're obedient to God, to hang on to him and not let go of prayer of the heart until God answers. And I would say boldly to the enemy, it does not matter what it looks like. God is greater than you are. But sometimes God amazes us when he answers a long time prayer, as in this testimony that I'm about to share with you. Because this prayer goes three generations deep in answer. As I began to pray for Greg's surrender and salvation, God had a plan. And as I trusted, I had no idea how awesome that plan would unfold. The Holy Spirit had me pray for a godly man to come into Greg's life who loved to do all the things Greg loved to do. Fishing, hunting, golfing. And when he placed that desire within me, I didn't know I would be given um, almost five years to pray for this prayer. I prayed expectantly for God to answer because I knew he had given me the prayer. I was praying the will of God as he desires no one to be destroyed. But I also knew God had given Greg a will of his own. A decision, a choice must be made. I knew I was not trying to be God's Holy Spirit. Jeremiah 17, 7 says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. I would need to trust God and not lean on my own understanding for a very long time. Excuse me. Um, And strategically, God would use Jackie... Um, Kendall, um, in this answer to this prayer, um, Ken and Jackie were planning to move to Stone Mountain, Georgia, and thankfully it was only for one year that God placed them there and did an incredibly um, God-packed year for them. Um, I was invited to a luncheon um, in Jackie's honor, and I was about to meet many ladies that Jackie had often talked about from Palm Bible Chapel. As I walked into the restaurant, everyone was seated at the table, and Jackie started to introduce me to each lady. And when she got to the end of the table, I was at the other end of the table, she introduced Carol Loveland. I had no idea God was getting ready to answer my long-time prayer with her husband, David Loveland. And he was certainly a man worth waiting for. When Greg met David, um, he not only was introduced to David, who loved all the things that he loved to do, but to many, many godly men that David was 
either related to or friends with. Um, and so there was a lot of, of godly men that came into Greg's life um, that I was just beyond blessed with. But with David, um, there was a similarity in our families. Um, David and Carol actually had a house that they had built, and it was maybe eight minutes from the house that we had built. And they had um, Kelly, Robin, Danny, and Jamie. Now, we had Lisa and Ashley, but Lisa and Kelly were the same age, and Jamie and Ashley were the same age. So when we met them, um, our children were about four years old, Jack, um, excuse me, um, Ashley and Jamie. And what God did was to, in the love that Greg had for hunting, um, David was on a lease, hunting lease, and his family was as well. So Greg asked me if, um, if I would go hunting with them. And they had a big buggy and, and, um, we had a fifth wheel that we would put on the, on the hunting lease. Um, and God just immediately had me say, well, yes, even though I knew nothing about hunting and really didn't even like the thought of seeing something getting killed. Um, so, in 1990, it began that we had a hunting lease with David and Carol and some other people um, that lasted, um, oh goodness, 20, 26 years. Um, and it was something that brought our families so close together. We spent so many weekends there. We spent Thanksgiving, long weekends there. Anytime we had a long weekend, we would, we would spend it at the, at the hunting lease. Um, there would be this huge long table that Greg and, and David built and it, it would just seat like, I don't know, 25 people and we would have big meals there. Um, whoever came out to the hunting lease to join us for whatever time we were out there and our children just became very very best friends and that was just an incredible um, blessing to see that unfold um, we went on vacations with David and Carol up to North Carolina um, every summer um, we did a lot of traveling with David and Carol and um, and our children we got to know David's family very well and Carol's family very well. Um, and we were just, just felt like we were part of the family and, and they, and that's how they always made us feel. Um, David had such an impact on Greg's life, um, in a spiritual way and as well as, as well as in all the, the fun things that David did that Greg loved. Um, 
He was the godly man that I had been praying for, as well as some of these other men were godly men as well. And we started in a Bible study, and it was through that Bible study that one um, evening, Greg prayed to receive the Lord with some of these men. It was in a separate prayer from the ladies. We had got, we were we were praying separately. The men and the the ladies were, and um, and thus began Greg's incredible spiritual journey of us being together. And do you know that for a whole year, I did not know that Greg had gotten saved. Many times I would ask the Lord, is he saved? And it was like God put his hand over my mouth each time. And as I waited for this answer to be given, um, the Lord just blessed me with watching Greg um, grow spiritually and interact with these men. And um, our daughter, Lisa, was actually getting um, baptized one Sunday, and Greg was at church, of course, and then he went to the baptism. And when we were coming home from the baptism, it was just Greg and I in the car, and um, and I just had this smile on my face. And Greg said, what are you smiling at? And inside I was asking, God, is he saved? And it was like God took his hand off my mouth, and I said, um, nothing. And he goes, no, tell me. He And I said, no, you tell me when you came to the Lord. He goes, Sandy, that was that was about a year ago. And I said, sweetheart, why wouldn't you have ever told me that? And he got quiet for a minute, and then he looked at me over at me, and he said, because I don't want you to ever push me. And I so understood what he meant. I so knew that God had had strongly said to me not to play God, Greg's Holy Spirit. And that's so many of us try to do. And, and I told him, um, I won't do that because when I came to the Lord, I also came to the Lord with my hand out. Like, I've come to you, Lord, but, but don't make me committed like I was when I was a Jehovah's Witness. Um, so I understood and, um, and just watched the beauty of God unfold this relationship with a man so worth waiting for in David Loveland. And we journeyed through such a long friendship with them and in this month um, of August um, in 1917 um, through a very painful and hard time um, David cancer was had come back and he went to be with the Lord and I just am so grateful that he is with the Lord and that that we have been blessed so greatly with his family, with David, with and countless other people 
Um, and I just will always say, David Loveland was certainly a man worth waiting for.